Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Us Weekly's entertainment director, Travis Cronin, and you're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. Well, I am so lucky to be breaking down all of this Oscars drama, plus everything else going on. It is a big, fat, stuffed week. It is a grape leaf of a week of celebrity gossip, but I have my two amazing co-hosts to break it down with me. The owner of one vial of serum from the actual Fountain of Youth, Gwen Flamberg. You know, it's more than one vial, Travis, that's my beauty secret. I've got a whole closet here in the home. And why doesn't she burst into song anymore? Sarah Huron. Oh, I still do just on the weekends now um, after I've had a few. And um, hello, everyone. I'm very tired. Okay. <laughs> yes, we are all tired because of, you know, I'm not even going to break down the news for you have this week because you've probably heard a little bit about it. But we are going to tell you even more. So when your friends inevitably bring this up, you will have insider info to say. But before we get into this, let's start off light with some of our work of the week. Gwen Flamberg, what made you go woe this week? Oh gosh, guys, I still have smelling salts next to me because I continue to look at pictures of the red carpet of the Oscars. You know, before the brawl, there was the beauty and the style. And I got to tell you, some of Hollywood's finest just brought their style A-game. I'm still dying over Zendaya in that kind of like neo-modern ode to Sharon Stone's Oscar look from years your um, dead over Penelope Cruz in that Chanel uh, couture with the bow at the neck. And oh my God, Jessica Chastain, while I liked her red carpet Grammys look that was like mermaidy. Her Vanity Fair's Oscar party in the green. I mean, it should have worn that to win. I, that would have been my number yeah. one. You know who else was on our best dress list? Megan Thee Stallion, who just like yeah. brought the glamour. Again, the perfect marriage of like modern and old school Hollywood together. And guys, if you haven't looked at all the dresses, please go to usmagazine.com slash stylish. We've got every single dress on the red carpet, every single look at the Vanity Fair's Oscar party, the best beauty and fashion, and even a behind the scenes as Penelope Cruz got ready. So check it out. We when I have love a question. pretty dresses. Yeah. What did you think of Kristen Stort wearing shorts? As my best friend, Joellen Smith said, Kristen Stewart really skanked up the red carpet. I think I wore that to Jet, which was a nightclub in New York City in the 90s for all yeah. of the youth. 
Uh, and yeah, I mean, listen, hot outfit, awesome. If it was the Grammys or the VMA, mm -hmm. not for the Oscars red carpet. I did love though how like right after she posed on the red carpet, she changed out of her heels into loafers because she was just like, you know, as Travis Cronin said on our Style Files YouTube show, check it out, guys. <laughs> Kristen Stewart, no Fs given. Yeah. Very yeah, she is Bella Swan. Converse yeah. with prom dress is her vibe. And those shorts were Converse mm -hmm. with a prom dress if I've ever seen one. She's not like other girls, ladies. She's a cool girl. She doesn't have to wear dresses. But you're nominated for like the biggest award exactly. like for your career. It doesn't yeah. even need to be a dress. Just wear pants. Like cover well, your That's leg. what I mean. I is she's exactly. trying so hard to be exactly. alternative. Exactly. She's yeah. trying so hard to be alternative. And the pain and agony that she has for those cool points she was trying to rack up really plagued my soul. I felt yeah. a lot of feeling about those shorts. Great. Well, other than Kristen Stewart's shorts, Sarah Huron, what made you go, whoa, you just skanked up this red carpet this week? Um, I mean, perfect transition into Black China. No shade <laughs> to be thrown, but um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Black China, who obviously shares a son with Tyga and a daughter with Rob Kardashian, Dream. tweeted... Dream, yes, Dream Kardashian. I can't remember the name of Tyga, this Tyga son, which is why I didn't say their name. Cairo. So. Cairo, okay. Well, um, oh yeah, King Cairo, is that? Mm -hmm. is that? Okay, okay, so yeah. it's, again, I'm tired. Yes. Um, Black China tweeted, single, no support, child support, and then followed up with, yesterday I had to give up three of my cars, my reasons, morals, beliefs, being a single mother, no support, I'm a mama. I don't know if that was supposed to be like a haiku, but that's why I read it. Um, but these comments are obviously getting attention. She shares these two kids with uh, Tyga and Rob Kardashian, and it was posted on the shade room. And Tyga responded, I pay 40K a year for my son's school, and he lives with me Monday through Saturday. Why would I pay child support? LOL. Then Rob Kardashian chimed in. I pay 37K a year for my daughter's school. I handle every single medical expense. I pay for all our extracurricular activities. I have my daughter Tuesday through Saturday. Why would I pay child support, LOL? And then I'm Tiger at Rob Kardashian official. How do you pay 3K less? Let me know the plug, laughing face emoji. And there's so many layers to this, but the idea of Rob Kardashian and Tyga, who obviously dated Kylie, has a long history with the Kardashians, teaming up to be like, Black China, what is this sympathy you're trying to get? We literally have the kids majority of the time and pay the majority of the expenses, according to them. I know there's been a lot of court stuff with these, with all of these people, but was her move just trying to get some sympathy here? And the fact that it backfired and both of them were responding to each other made me laugh. It was hysterical. I think she was trying to get someone to buy her a new car. She was like, oh, I have to give up my three cars. And then when all of them and Sarah, it's called stepping into the shade room. When you cup it, they stepped into oh, the it, shade got room. It, got it. I was in yes. the shade room yesterday. Yes. They stepped into the shade room to comment on this. And they totally just called her out. And they have their kids Tuesday through to Saturday, Monday through Saturday. That's a lot of time to have your kids. I thought it was a little bit more equally split up. So that was really Same. interesting. Black China will keep looking for money as Black China does as sure as the sun will set black china needs to secure that bag well what ha what made me go well this week was victoria and david beckham they were burglarized at their london home while they were inside a burglar stole thousands of pounds worth of belongings i'm still waiting for that itemized list i love an items list of burglary things just because you know they're pretty inexpensive um but according to the sun a burglar entered upstairs through the bedroom of one of their of their holland park 
Park mansion while Victoria, David, and their 10-year-old daughter Harper relaxed downstairs. The break-in went unnoticed until David, their seven, or until Cruz, their 17-year-old son, came home from a night out and discovered broken glass in the ransacked room. Now, the source says to the son that they were shaken up over the incident, but no one was hurt. The security at the house is good, both physically and technically, but the thieves had broken through a window and darted back through the same one with a small number of items. Uh, luckily, they were just sentimental items for the family. That's terrifying. You're just chilling in your living room and a burglary happens upstairs. Horrible. So glad that Harper and the Beckhams are okay. Well, even though that's that's a pretty big news story, let's talk about the one. We are going to talk about the Oscars. Don't know if you saw it. Doesn't matter if you did because you heard what happened. The slap <laughs> heard around the world. Will Smith, of course, stunned the entire audience, both in person and watching from at home, when he took the stage and smacked Chris Rock across the face after the comedian made a joke about Jada Pickett's hair loss, uh, a G.I. Jane reference, which I haven't heard since 1999. He said, Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it, which isn't even really that funny. No. Um, it's about Demi Moore. Shaved her head. It's not even I thought funny. Jada Pickett-Smith was in G.I. Jane. Then I was like, uh, oh, I she has too. a bald head. And then I, I had that. Yeah, I was not. I didn't even get it right away. That would be that would be much funnier if she was actually like in it or up like, for it, like the movie too. like like bombed and he was like poking fun at like a bad movie. And then right. I didn't know. I knew she obviously I could see her head, but I I didn't remember that. We'll get into it, but I didn't remember that right away. Well, it's it's a it's a really it's a deep cut from 1990, maybe seven or eight. You really got to, you know, I know your Demi more history to get that G.I. Jane joke, but <laughs> it really didn't go down well because Jada Pickett Smith suffers from alopecia. Um, so she has her hair is falling out and is why she's bald. It didn't always used to be the case in the 90s, but it is the case now. Uh, a source close to Chris told us that he did not know about this. But of course, Will Smith, uh, <laughs> Jada, Jada Pickett Smith rolled her eyes. Will Smith was first laughing, saw that she was upset, just walked right up to him and sap, slapped him in the face. And then the Oscars bleeped it. But he said, keeps my wife's name out of your effing mouth. He said that very loudly two times in a row. You can see the uncensored clip on Twitter. Chris Rock said, wow, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. He said to the audience before handing out the award for best documentary. Now, Will Smith apologized a little bit during when he accepted his Oscar to the Academy, but not to uh, Chris Rock. Uh, he said this weird apology, say uh, he had won the award for playing the father of Serena and Vanessa Williams, Richard Williams. And he said, Richard Williams, Venus, is a fierce Williams. Defender. Venus and Serena. He said, Richard Williams is a fierce defender of his family, blah, 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 saying that here is a fierce defender and had to punch Chris Rock in the face. It didn't make any sense. A vessel said, of love, which um, whatever that means, especially after you just punch someone or slap someone. It was a vessel of love. It was a weird non-apology to the Academy and justification for something he did. We, we're not even going to read on to that. He finally apologized on Instagram later that night to Chris Rock. Say, I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. Well, that's really nice. I was out of line and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed and my actions were not indicated indicative of the man indicative. I, <laughs> indicative of the man I wanted to be. There is no place 
for violence in a world of love and kindness. Uh, he's not wrong. Now, a lot of celebrities reacted to this, but before I go through some of the notable reactions, let's just get our host reaction. Where were you the day that the slap was heard around this earth? I truly have endless amounts of thoughts about this and some of them even like contradict each other, but just like everybody else on the planet, I make, you know, everyone's making it about themselves, um, yeah. which is a whole other thing. But yeah. I was obviously at home working the Oscars, sitting on my carpet, thought it was fake. And for like a second being like, oh, this like, is this a bit, whatever. Clearly it wasn't a bit very quickly. Then I was like, what time is it? Oh my God, I'm going to be working for a million hours. And then I was like, all right, let's really process what's happening here. And I think something that's also there's just been so many developments, obviously, since it was clearly an unplanned, crazy thing. And I don't know if you guys saw the TikTok footage that just came out from the floor of the theater from behind yeah, Jada Pickett Smith. With Jada laughing. Yes. And as Will is walking back post slap and Chris Rock says, dude, like it was a G.I. Jane joke. Will Jada starts laughing, like like yeah. keeling over laughing and like the whole audience yeah. is laughing because I think it was in the moment when no one knew whether it was like funny a, a bit or not, but she's also laughing. And then he does says the get my name out of your wife's mouth and you can like feel it tense up again. Yeah. Um, but that is, I think, super important to point out. Like she did roll her eyes, but he laughed at the joke. She rolled her eyes. He slapped and then she laughed. Like, I don't think this was a serious, like, I, I don't know what it's like to have alopecia and I don't want to act like I do, but I don't think it was as serious of a thing. Like they were laughing too. It's all just so freaking confusing. And there's no excuse to, slap someone and like storm the stage and i don't believe the academy when they are now claiming that they tried to Agreed. make him leave i think that is such a cover-up they their statement the night of was so lame and yeah. i do think there's something to be said for how insane it was that just 10 minutes later we watched everyone clap for will smith he standing cried. ovation it was so freaking backwards and i i don't think they should take away his oscar i at all but he mm -hmm. shouldn't have been given a platform to talk about love. He should have been able, they should have said, as Wanda Sykes was saying, she, like, she should have gone on stage and be like, Will Smith had to leave. Let's move on. And then Will Smith could release an Instagram statement with his yeah. planned speech. He knew he was going to win. So that's another thing. It's like, this was his night. He was a lock to win. If he was so upset about that G.I. Jane joke, wait 10 minutes when you have the glory and make a comment there. Use your words. There's just yeah. so many different things that could happen. And don't go to the after party and dance and live your best life and then give me some fake apology. Okay. Well, that's that's the thing, because here's here's the long and the short of it. He showed himself to be a malignant narcissist and malignant narcissists don't have that filter to know that what their actions should be in a situation like that. I actually think that the Academy should rescind the Oscar because there has to be some sort of like serious repercussion that happens from this. I mean, first of all, I too was on the couch watching the Oscars because I was working the Oscars. It was so obvious after the first three seconds that it wasn't written or staged because of the way that Chris Rock reacted yeah. and the way that Chris Rock then had to, you know, kind of carry on and give that next award. I felt so uncomfortable for him because how humiliating I mean, how humiliating to be like cold cocked by one of the biggest stars in Hollywood, you know, seconds before. Now, if Will hadn't been sitting in that seat, I don't know that it would have went down the way that it did. It was almost like Will Smith really thought in his heart of hearts that it was OK for him to get up there and slap someone. 
I mean, that is insanity. And yeah. then for him to win the Oscar, not everybody gave a standing ovation. Jason Momoa, for instance, stayed in his seat. Several people were absolutely disgusted. I'm astonished by the people who did give the standing ovation. A lot of them. And that's not going to be forgotten very soon. His speech was triggering. Yeah. His so speech was so creepy and smacked of someone who has lost their mind or is just a malignant narcissist. And it reminded me of other malignant narcissists who have completely damaged our culture in the last few years. So there is nothing good about this. It was a bad joke, whether or not it was written. Um, I've seen that it wasn't written and that producers didn't okay it and Chris Rock ad-libbed that joke. I don't know if that's true or not. It was a bad joke. That bad joke did not warrant the actions that followed. Um, the Academy really needs to um, not just stay face with this, but actually make this right. And the best commentary that I saw was by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, Instagram. that was fantastic. If you haven't read that statement, great. read it. It's very long, so I don't think yeah. that we should read it right now, but That's it great. says everything. Agreed. But that it's also favorite. just, it's so interesting because for a few reasons that it was these three people involved in this, because Chris Rock is obviously, I mean, comedians, he's very, very famous. He can be controversial as all comedians can, but he has this weird history with Will and Jada that it's like mm -hmm. very confusing. Him and Jada were in Madagascar together and they probably didn't record that movie at the yeah, same time, no. but they did press for it. I'm sure uh, Chris Rock's brother was on a show that Will and Jada produced. There was the Oscars a few years ago where people were protesting the Oscars and Chris Rock made a joke about how Jada Pickett-Smith was protesting, but she wasn't actually invited. And then there's pictures of everyone looking happy over the years. So there's so much to be said for that weird history and that confusion. So maybe there's something we don't know that, not that it's still not an excuse, but that like made him act that way, like something yeah. more recently from everything we've heard, they haven't communicated at all since this and they didn't communicate beforehand. So I don't know if that that's just something interesting to note. And also the fact that Will and Jada are kind of a controversial couple themselves. They had some Scientology ties back in the day. There's the entanglements, there's the open marriage um, allegations and then admitting and then denying it years later. There's everything that's been said on Red Table Talk, good, bad or other. Um, they're controversial. So I think that it would be really interesting if this happened to a couple that was maybe more like, I don't know, universally beloved or even universally hated. Like, I feel like they have, they're kind of like polarizing themselves as well as most comedians are. But as we go into the celebrity reactions, it's just like blowing my mind the way everyone makes it about them. Like you have people like Janet oh Kramer reposting things about like <laughs> abuse victims. And like, I'm sorry, Janet Kramer, but this one has nothing to do with you. And then you have like Bill Maher comparing it to Jackie Kennedy's strength. And I, I agree. I think Chris Rock, great, yeah, great totally voice. handled that well, held his composure. I don't, Very I, a lot of people wouldn't be able to do the same thing. Not the same thing as JFK being shot. You know what I mean? Like everyone <laughs> is, is going in these wild directions and making it about themselves and making these crazy claims about what this means when really it was just a very heated, unfortunate moment between these three people is how I view it. I don't think it reflects the whole culture. I, I don't, I don't know that I felt like it was a, a very specific incident and it's not like everyone who's been through anything needs to find a way to make it about them. It's that's wild to me. <laughs>
It is. And a source told us after the event that Will and his entire family went to the Vanity Fair after party. They were drinking, dancing, laughing with friends. He was holding on to his Oscar. It was sort of like a regular night and he nor his family seemed phased. Source close to Chris said that he went to Guy Oseri's party, who is Madonna's longtime manager. But he, Guy Oseri and Chris Rock have been best friends for over 25 years. And it's worse confirmed to us that he went over there more for comfort than to actual party and that he was shaken up throughout the night. He had just been attacked in front of millions of people, totally sucker punched, caught out of the blue. And while he was out at a party, there was more of a hushed, harsh tone to Chris Rock's evening, obviously because of the horrible thing that happened to him. Now, some of the celeb reactions, Jaden Smith, maybe with the most disturbing and weird one, and that's how we do it. Will and Jada's son tweeted this after the response, made me feel really icky. Uh, Zoe Kravitz, I really liked her it was shady and understated she says here's a picture of my dress at the show we're apparently assaulting people on stage now people are mad about that though why i think because like hollywood i don't know for sure i know there's like backlash of it but i think part of the reason is because hollywood like applauds crazy things behind the scenes and like you have a harvey white like people all the time so the fact that it was on stage and i think it's definitely in the black community a controversial thing because it was two black men and like he was defending a black woman and i i can't speak to that because i'm not a black person so i don't know if there's there's some animosity with that too but um i don't know if people are people were um questioning that response I, i don't know I, 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 again, we can't speak on it, but Jody Turner Smith said, she tweeted it. She says, I have secondhand embarrassment for all that involved. Um, Stephen Colbert spoke on it as a comedian. He said, let me say something as an objective observer. It is never okay to punch a comedian. Will Smith was offended by a joke and wanted to stand up for his wife. Fine. Challenge Chris to a duel, or if we really want to hurt a comedian, don't laugh. This hurts way more than a punch in the face. I promise you. Um, Rosie O'Donnell had a rough one. She said, so upsetting on every level. Bravo to Chris Roth for not eviscerating Will Smith, which he could do any day of the week. He walked away. Bravo from a sad display of toxic masculinity from a narcissistic madman. She said, I mean, damn, really let them have it. I think the answer is violence is never the answer. Yeah. yeah. And then Chris Rock obviously hasn't really Will Smith did that apology. Chris Rock hasn't said much, but he did yeah. travel to Boston for his pre-scheduled stand-up shows on Wednesday night. He did two of them at the first show. I think he got a standing ovation and everyone was kind of yep. going nuts. And he was like, How was your weekend? And noted he was still processing and kind of made it clear his whole set wasn't going to be about what happened. And yep. then at his 10 o'clock show, he made a comment that contrary to what you may have heard, I haven't heard from anybody, which there was some false reports out there. Um Um, that said Will Smith and him had talked privately. And also there was the Diddy of it all of Diddy trying to pretend like he was going to play Peacemaker and that he did play Peacemaker, which was just all a lie from everything we've heard. And us weekly did report on Wednesday that they had not spoken. And then Chris Rock confirmed that at his show. So this isn't over. I mean, the Grammys are this weekend. We thought Trevor Noah potentially acknowledging the Kanye of it all, Trevor Noah's hosting the Grammys, was going to be the story. But it, it would be shocking if this didn't carry over into the Grammys with another group of Hollywood people who think they know everything (laughs) giving each other awards. It definitely will be brought up a lot at the Grammys. Very excited actually to see it. And I think a lot more people will be tuning into the Grammys because of this Oscars thing. And I bet you it's their highest rated show in many, many decades because of the slap happiness of all of this. 
The only thing I'm not surprised about so far is that we haven't gotten the red table talk tease. Like it's coming, right? Oh, it's absolutely coming. It's I mean, it's been what, 40, 36 hours. Give it a second. But within a week, we will definitely get red table talk. I was telling my fiance, who doesn't know much about celebrity gossip, I was like, and she hosts a show for people who have been embarrassed and like canceled, canceled (laughs) and need to make amends. I was like, she hosts one of these shows on Facebook called Red Table Talk. So I I mean, perfect platform there. We know it is coming. I can't wait to hear what Jade's mom thinks about all this. That's true. Because she's also always one who will disagree mm-hmm. with Willa and Willow and Jada on the show. If it's like with the Olivia Jade of it all, like she was not happy they had her on. Like she yeah. she doesn't go with the family always necessarily. Well, you don't really want your daughter to be married to a violent man, even if it is in the name of defending your daughter. It's mm, I think she's yeah. going to have some strong things to say. And did you and see it- Jada's ex? entanglement august tweeted or made this happen about so long ago oh my god it was like two years ago well no oh yeah but like i mean he i really don't think he should have said i respect him getting involved listen (laughs) listen august whatever your name is you had this affair with jada and then they turned it around and pretended like they in my opinion that it was an open marriage and it was okay and he didn't write anything crazy he was just like of course people are going to be looking and if i was him i'd want people remembering that i existed too so throw in the all right right. or whatever bs he wrote hilarious good job august well sources have confirmed to us that they do have an open marriage they have different ties to each other they talk about it at different times throughout the last 20 plus years they have been together so i but i mean that one that one was especially messy well, there was other stuff in the news this week, guys. And while I, I know we'll be talking about this for years, decades, a lifetime of this to come, let us move on. We have to talk about this really rough story about Bruce Willis. It's so, so sad. Bruce Willis um, shared an Instagram post um, that was shared for him that said, to Bruce's amazing supporters, as a family, we wanted to share to our be- that our beloved Bruce has been experiencing some health issues and has recently been diagnosed with aphasia, which is impacting his cognitive abilities. As a result of this, and with much consideration, Bruce is stepping away from the career that meant so much to him. This is a really charm to our family. And it is, it does not stop there because now we have new allegations. Lala Kent is involved. There is a rust-like situation. There are now allegations against Bruce Willis saying that he might have uh, misfired a gun on set. Two individuals were questioned by the LA Times on whether um, Bruce Willis was fully aware of his surroundings on a movie set and that he was often paid $2 million for two days of work. Um, and they described uh, an alleged incident two years ago on the Cincinnati set of the movie Hard Kill, where Bruce Willis unexpectedly fired a gun loaded with a blank in the wrong queue, according to two people familiar with the incident. Um, no crew members, no one was um, harmed, but this was two years ago. And this was Lala Kent's ex, who was the producer of this movie. So it's weird that Lala Kent is involved in this. Lala was in the movie. And Lala had Lala was the one who was allegedly standing there when Chris uh, Bruce Willis shot this prop gun at the wrong time. Right. Who would have freaking thought that Lala Kent would be involved in this Bruce Willis cognitive decline story. But here we are. 
It's another A-list Hollywood reality mashup. <laughs> Love to see it. It's crazy though, because I mean, obviously when this first came out, it's so sad. You just think like, oh, but it's also, it's always so interesting to see like how Demi Moore and his second wife, Emma, are, are very close and all four daughters are close. And obviously his kids with Emma are much younger than right. rumor scout to Lula. Um, but the statement was signed by everyone, which I thought was nice to see. But then I was on his IMDb as one does when someone's in the news. And Bruce Willis has nine movies in post-production from the last two years. Wow. That's a lot of movies for anyone to have in post-production, let alone someone who I can't imagine he woke up yesterday and this was the decision made. Yeah. Like This must have been a long time coming. And I obviously wasn't there. I don't know. But if the LA Times has 20 sources, according to them, 20 sources of what his behavior on movies in the last couple of years, they're not alleging anything Bruce Willis did wrong. They're alleging that the people around Bruce Willis were using him yep. to make money, make money in a, in a Britney yeah. sense, in a way like this person's not necessarily, you know, capable to be doing this, but we're going to get the earpiece in their ear. We're going to read them the lines. We're going to cut dialogue from movies. So he didn't have to memorize yeah. long ones. He's allegedly misfiring prop guns. Like, thank God, nothing worse happened. Yeah. And it like poor, Bruce Willis has a very lengthy career that he is so much to be proud of. You don't want that to be tarnished by like money grabs at the end of it. Like totally. it's just gross and dark. And I mean, the LA times must be very confident in this reporting to publish something also yeah. about someone's health. It's like, it's messy. It's dark. It's layered. And then Lala Kent being there just makes it too much for me to handle. It is. <laughs> I, I will say this is the, not the first time in my news reporting history that I've heard that Bruce Willis has some type of uh, mental dissociation issues. This has been sort of something that we at Us Weekly News team has heard as of years ago. So this is like not new, but now with all of this coming forward and 20 sources from the LA Times, I'm sure this is not the last story we'll be hearing about this sad, sad story about all these people around Bruce trying to like gloss him up as this show punny to get $2 million a day. Like it sounds like Weekend at Bernie's. It sounds like Weekend at Bernie's and Weekend at Britney's. It really, really does. And it is very sad. Well, let's move on to something just funny because we need a bit of levity from all of this depressing news because Hilaria Baldwin is now pregnant with her 800th baby. Childbirth, how funny. Bring Crazy. Baby no, number 800. The balloons are coming down. Everything is, it's the confetti cannon. How do you say cucumber? How do you say baby? How do you say a baby? Yes, they're expecting they're not 800th, but I was close. Their seventh baby together, Hilaria and Alec Baldwin. Um, they released a statement. They say, we have somos un buen equipo engraved oh on our wedding bands, she said with her perfect Spanish accent, because that is where she is from. We say <laughs> that to each other all the time. Somos un buen equipo. We're a good team, Hilaria and Baldwin said. One of the most beautiful things my children have experienced is a big family and now they can grow up with the new siblings just in case you were wondering alex 63 years old uh has six daughters uh six children already maria lucia victoria who's 13 months carmen gabriella who is eight and then he has rafael thomas six leonardo on on hell charles who is five <laughs> romeo alejandro david who's three and a half and eduardo who they call idu paul lucas who is 18 months. Now, that is a lot of small children yeah. to be adding another baby to this mix. I, I mean, even though she has seven already, I did not think we would be talking about a new 
pregnancy from Hilaria Baldwin. You know what's so interesting, what's funny is I've been rewatching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills with my roommate who's never seen it before. And we just finished, we're on season one still. And Camille Grammer has four nannies for her two children. Oh, yeah. And, you know. Tell me she's one of them. No, no, I don't know. I'm just oh. saying, think about how, oh my God, Hilaria, that would be iconic. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I wish. No, no, no. Which, I mean, Hilaria and Alec did come up in Bad Vegan. That was a little side note. Um, But I think that it's just fun. Like, I want to know how many nannies. Not, I'm not judging. I'm not like mom shaming. Like, you can afford yeah. it. Get as many nannies as you want. But like, obviously it was very funny to be like, Camille Grammer has four nannies for two children. Each kid needs two nannies. <laughs> like, do they have 25 at the Baldwin household? Like, what, how is this I've working? seen three nannies and paparazzi pictures. So I can confirm that there are at least three of them with that their Hamptons house I remember seeing right like are, yeah is it does it go by like where they're living at that time and also Probably like right. isn't Alec Baldwin like in the middle of still not this rust thing is not over like there's no. still a lot no. to happen there so what what are we doing <laughs> I, I know I really missed that segue of like speaking of you know unloading it's too dark yeah it is too dark but how do you say like, this congratulations <laughs> this is this is other than thank you hilaria baldwin for bringing a lot of levity to this rough podcast because it is a sad news week you guys but as i always say here at us weekly we can't just be here for the movie premieres we've got to be here for the sad stuff as well but let's move on to the foo fighters they have canceled all of their upcoming concert dates another uplifting one another up i wish there were more funny stories this week but there are not actually there's one after this one um, but the the death of their brand, the band's drummer, Taylor Hawkins, who, um, you know, the lead singer, all of Foo Fighters have said that he was like a brother to them. He used to be Alanis Morissette's touring drummer before he went to the Food Fighters, you know, and it is just really sad for them all involved. But because we have so much news on this, we will talk more about this next week. I'm sorry to him because let's move on to some levity where no one dies. And it's Britney, bitch, talking about Justin Timberlake, something we can all through Jesus on. yes through Jesus of this course. is shocking this was very shocking this was a post and delete Instagram by a one Miss Britney Spears and while this is not the first time she's done this this is maybe the most surprising one that I've heard now in case you forgot Britney and Justin used to date in the early 2000s and right after they split he released his infamous hit Cry me a river, a song that was about Britney cheating on him. It had a Britney lookalike in the video, that same newsboy cap, but in leather, same hair extensions. It was really sort of messed up. And that wasn't Jenna Dewan Tatum, but she was around at that time too. Um, as a result of this, Justin gained huge popularity with his solo career. This song really catapulted him into the mainstream. His first song with Kevin Federline as a backup dancer, Like I Love You, was like, eh, but Cry Me a River really made him a mainstream celebrity. And and then enter Brittany 20 years later. She says, I had a call last night from Jesus. And do you know what he said? Dear child, your mom had a serving with her book at the exact time when you needed her most. All for what? Fame and attention, she wrote, referring to her mother's uh, memoir, Through the Storm, the real story of fame and family in a tabloid world. Brittany went on, your ex did the same thing. He served with his first album, Using Your Name, Claiming You Did Him Dirty. Again, this is Jesus speaking to Brittany. First album, Using Your Name, Claiming You Did Him Dirty. He called me up and asked if I was okay. She said of Justin, not Jesus. She called me up and said... 
and wanted to supposedly get back together or whatever. But behind it was, oh, and by the way, you're in a video that's coming out. That kind of got slipped in. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal, he said. I mean, this call from Jesus is very dramatic. What did you guys think of this Britney post and delete? I'm worried about Brit. I just, I'm worried about her. Everything she's posting just makes me worried. Sorry, Sarah, you started to say something very deep. No, no, no. I was just, when someone sent it in our Slack chain, I was like, wait, your mom, your boy. I'm like, who is this? It's hard to read. It's Jesus speaking. And I'm like, excuse me? I'm like, is it Easter already? Jesus has risen again and he's... (laughs) Speaking to Britney Spears, like what is happening, you guys? I don't get it at all. I, I'm always here for Justin Timberlake shade. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm the opposite yep. of a Timberhead or whatever his fans are called. Probably not that. <laughs> um, so I don't hate that she's shading him. And I think that that's funny. But I'm also like when slightly confused and concerned and don't really know where, where Jesus, Jesus Christ <laughs> comes involved here with with Britney. But, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm just ready for for the book or whatever is going to come out. I feel like the Instagram posts sort of just make me scared and confused, um, whether it's like a close up of the boobs or now Jesus talking. Um, yeah. I'm happy so for her. One I'm day, one day yes. she embodies the voice of Jesus. The next day she's posing nakies. So, it's just know. a wild ride, you know. I think she's trying to tell us something about the Real Housewives of OC from Alexis, who Tamara called Jugs Jesus for Jesus. Jugs. Oh. Jesus Jugs. So I think Brittany might be trying to send a message. I think I just figured out the Da Vinci Code of all <laughs> Got of this. Got it. Mm. Yes, I did. A celebrity birthday boxing is going to be cut short this week because we just got slap happy talking about the Oscars. So, you know, I'm giving it to Lucy Lawless because I love Xena Warrior Princess. So Lucy Lawless, you are the only competitor. It's more of a runway show that you just came around, did a nice little walk around. You're 54 years old. You look amazing. I love your fights with Kevin Sorbo on Twitter. It is really lovely to see Hercules and Xena still at each other's throats, but maybe in love with each other. And that's all the news we have today. Hopefully celebrities will do some fun and more funny stuff next week and kill nobody and slap nobody in the face. You know, I I hate to say it, but bring Kanye back to Instagram, question mark. We could use a little bit more of this. Anyway, thank you to my hosts, Sarah and Gwen, for helping me spill this piping hot celebrity in good waters and bad. Again, this is Travis Cronin, Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast, with your weekly peek into the glamour glitter fashion of fame of your favorite celebrities. Because you know what, guys? After all, they're They're just just like like us. us. Wow, it gets more painful every week. Thank you guys (laughs) for listening. We'll be back next week with much more news on all of these topics. And I will have been to the Grammys. So we'll see what happens. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Bye, guys. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.